The following is a presentation of AOW Productions. This program contains adult content. Listener discretion is advised. The views and opinions expressed by the host of this program do not necessarily state or reflect those of this station or its management. Bringing you controversy at its best with uncensored music, comedy, and political discussion. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Outlaw Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Outlaw Radio for the 9th of July, 2022. I'm your host, Bad Billy, and what a show I've got coming up for you. Yes, in just a little bit, you're going to hear an interview that I recorded with a rapper who goes by the name of Nightmare. Yes, he is out of Texas, and uh, when it comes to politics, you can say he's a man after my own heart, and uh, some of the songs that uh, he has come out with are just so fucking amazing. Really excited to have him on my show. In the second hour, I will be joined by Brett Sessoms out of Mississippi talking about uh, stuff going on here in the United States, but uh, mostly we got some rioting going on in South Africa, and he's going to bring me up to speed on that. And in the third hour, we got the icon Stephen James with the Steve Solution. So to get things kicked off, here is Nightmare with Enemy. And I'll be back with the interview with Nightmare right after this. And we go a little something like this. Hit it. And now, from a rented basement, because Bad Billy's mom threw him out, it's Outlaw Radio. You know, we live in a world now where if you are deemed a patriot, you are deemed a terrorist, a threat to society. You wanna call me a terrorist, I guess the game's begun You can call me Doc Holiday and just say when I got that 1851 sitting snugly on my head They say he trippin', he trippin' Seem like he itchin', but I bet my fuckin' life They won't make it past my kitchen Now that's not a threat, but you can take it how you see it I refuse to bow down to any more treason Tried to wake the sheep and now I'm callin' on the rebels The ones who ain't scared to go face to face with the devil America, it's time, I can feel my blood boilin' my forefathers screaming, get up and destroy it Don't let them take your freedoms and everything we gave you Can't comply with tyranny because that's how they enslave you Blood of warriors coursing through your veins Now stand the fuck up, it's time to bring the fucking pain <laughs> I'm your enemy 
Wanna take your life and your God-given rights Time to stand your fucking ground and let them know you down to fight Or bow down to the communists and just let them take it Nah, not me, I'm a motherfucking patriot Screaming out freedom like my name was William Wallace Banned everywhere because my flow be the rawest Don't let them take your guns, these rats is foaming out the mouth Engine one step closer to breaking in your house Creep up on you while you sleep and snatch your ass up off the bed Call your ass off to a camp, will you stuck until you dead I'm that motherfucking nightmare sent to wake you from your dreams Now get your ass up out that fake land and make believe It's niggity niggity nightmare, the monster in the shadows Telling everybody, time to prepare on the gallows American I be, proud to be, southern raised Gladly protect my country till the day I'm in my grave I'll never bow down and I'll never take a knee I guess the moral of the story is, I'm your enemy <laughs> Hey there, Thrill Seeker, rocking out to the station. I hear you, you're probably even sipping on a drink right now. An average blah blah drink in a can or bottle, one that doesn't quite hit the spot for you. I'll bet you want something different, don't you? Something more. Take your shot with Cold Cock Whiskey, the best whiskey anywhere. Why? Because it's different from other liquors. Cold Cock Whiskey is herbal whiskey. 100% all natural herbs blended with aged American whiskey. No more morning after sugar hangovers from other liquors. With Cold Cock's blend of herbs, including green tea, hibiscus, ginger, eucalyptus, and more, you'll be in herbal heaven. Cold Cock Whiskey, available at spirit stores and distributors America-wide. Find one near you at coldcockwhiskey.com. Follow Cold Cock Whiskey on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Celebrate those special moments with friends. Raise your glass. Take your shot. You must be 21 or older to drink Cold Cock Whiskey. Please drink responsibly. Because there are some people out there who need practical advice. And yes, I'm talking about you. Wisdom beyond value from the desk of Mr. Holland. The older I get, the more I understand someone's desire to just say, I'm going to be drunk all the time and live under this bridge. Ooh, is that Mr. Holland? Yes, ma'am. Please don't touch. When I was young, I was told to hold my tongue. I was told if you ain't got nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. But now I'm older and I see that we live in a world where nice just won't cut it. So instead I speak my mind, speak out against injustice. Freedom of speech, it's your first amendment, protect it. This message was brought to you by the NAE Education Foundation and the Broadcast Education Association. 
So you go into your sporting goods or firearms store to get that gun and ammunition you've been wanting to buy, only to find out that the store doesn't have it. Worse yet, the shelves are bare. They're empty. Ugh. Well, that's why there's GunBroker.com. You want it? GunBroker.com's got it. Guns, gun parts, ammo, ammo storage, reloading equipment, binoculars, scopes, sights. Did I mention guns? Pistols, rifles, handguns, shotguns, machine guns, paintball guns, archery supplies, tools, jewelry, watches, even musical instruments and gear. Yes, GunBroker.com has those too. I'm telling you, they have it all. There are even auctions where you can bid on certain items. The folks at GunBroker.com know their stuff. They've been in business for over 20 years with over 6 million happy registered users. Why not become one of them? GunBroker.com. Go there. Check it out. Register today. It's 100% free. GunBroker.com. GunBroker.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we are proud to announce that Outlaw Radio officially has affiliated with My Patriot Supply. Are you prepared for the next unplanned emergency? As we speak, inflation is rising and the grocery store shelves are stocked less and less every day. The time to prepare is now. Go to www.outlawradioabs.com, visit the store section, and click on the My Patriot Supply banner and purchase yourself some buckets of delicious gourmet food with a 25-year shelf life. You can also purchase other essential supplies you can use during times of unplanned emergencies. Supplies such as the Alexa Pure water filtration system, first aid and medical supplies, solar power supplies, and much more. Again, go to www.outlawradioabs.com. Visit the store section and click on the My Patriot Supply banner. Don't be left in the dark. Get yourself and your family prepared for the next unplanned emergency today. I'm Neil, and you're listening to Outlaw Radio, where we say what the fuckity fuck we want. No exceptions. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you have just heard Enemy by Nightmare. And it is my pleasure to welcome Nightmare to the show. How you doing, brother? I'm all right, man. I'm all right. Yes, yes. All all the way out from the great state of Texas. That's right. Fort Worth, born and raised. (laughs) Yes, yes. You know, I, I, t- I talk about this uh, with, with all the artists that uh, I have on my show, too. You know, was, uh, number one, when I went through Texas, I, I didn't know when it was going to end because I was uh, on the road going uh, across the state from uh, Texarkana to El Paso. Oh, that, yeah. That seemed endless, let me tell you. I mean, that I'm is not- a hell of a trip. I've been, across, I've been across the country from Boise to Connecticut. And uh, even Montana to South Carolina, and that trip across <laughs> Texas still yeah. stronger than both of those put together. Oh yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I saw a few interesting things. I sure, I sure saw a lot of oil rigs more than I've ever seen before. Yeah, and most of them ain't even operational no more. <laughs> yeah, no shit. You know, it's stupid as fuck. Yeah, I was. I was just uh, reading something too that right right there, uh, Texas and New Mexico, they start drilling that that area. They'd have enough, they'd have enough to uh, fuel the the country for the next two hundred years. Two hundred years, yeah. I read that same article. Yeah, but they won't. They won't fucking do it. No. Oh not, no, not with Biden in there. Hell no. <laughs> but uh, before we get to that, because uh, I know we're going to have an interesting conversation. 
Uh, why don't you uh, tell the listeners a bit about yourself, a, a bit about Nightmare. A bit about me. Let's see here. Hmm. Well, I'll give you a basic breakdown like this. I was born in 1987, grew up in north side of Fort Worth. In 2002, I moved to the hood and started falling into the whole gangbang thing. Then I moved to Missouri, went to prison in Missouri for a little bit, got back out, came back here, been signed with a few music labels through the years, but independent artists is where it's at. And when I say independent, I am 100% independent. Yes. Other than the few producers I got that I'll talk to for a beat. Yes. Other than that, I edit my own stuff, master my own stuff. Everything you hear is just me. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yes, yes. You know, we t I talk about this often, too, is uh, looking at Texas as a whole where the, the music scene is concerned, you know, because a lot of people think Texas, it's going to be country. And, of course, it is. Oh. But, but it's not just country, you know. I mean, yeah, who comes out of Lubbock, Buddy Holly? Yeah, and yeah. Wasp comes out of Texas. Yeah. Um, Pantera comes out of Texas. Well, at least mm -hmm. uh, part oh, of uh, here's one that a lot of people don't know about. Huh. Have you ever heard of Three Six Mafia? Yes, yes. I'd... All right. Juicy J, the real skinny one. Yeah. He is from right down the block where I'm at right now. That's where he oh. was born at, Fort Worth, Texas. And no one knows about that because he moved up to Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, because I lived in Memphis for a short period of time, too, and everybody, there are two, two major artists they talk about in Memphis, if it's not B.B. King or Elvis, of course, uh, right. it's either Three Six Mafia or Saliva. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. Yes. This is right. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, you know, but you look... I mean, Texas has produced some fine artists of all genres, you know. We have, yeah, we have. Of course, such a such it's a just, big. big we're, place. we're a different breed down here. That's all it is. If you yeah. throw something at us and it looks or sounds sideways, we're going to question it. <laughs> it's in our nature as Texans to quit. Well, hold up, that don't seem right to me. So explain it for me real quick. One of my favorite all-time artists of all time is Stevie Ray Vaughan. Oh, yes. my God. Uh, just a total genius on the guitar, of course, influenced by Jimi Hendrix, another genius. Uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan was – it's like he invented the Texas style of blues and, right. and then uh, incorporated the Chicago style, and he, he just – he was something else. Truly amazing. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes, and of course, uh, you know your songs. Of course, you're you're uh, obviously. I'm sure you appreciate other genres, but your main forte, of course, is uh, the rap and hip hop. Yeah, that, that, that's what I do. Yeah, but I, I do listen to everything. I listen to a little country, a little rock, a little reggae here and there. I I'm what you call a music person. Anything music, I'm all for. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yes. Because so, in my in my honest opinion, music is the key to the soul. You got it, the right beat, the right melody, and the right lyrics. You can touch anybody. 
I've got people 95, 100 years old who don't even listen to rap. But they'll tell me, oh, I listen to you every day. (laughs) Yeah, because I don't lie. That's right. I know you don't lie, especially (laughs) listening listening to your songs, knowing you're a patriot, knowing that you're conservative, which – which is which is not an easy thing to be these days, you know. I mean, uh, I, if I was wearing the shirt, uh, you know, since I'm on cam, if I was wearing the shirt that I uh, had on a couple weeks ago that I wore in the Walmart, um, yeah, it's, uh, the the shirt says "Ban Joe Biden, not guns," and I had I had somebody <laughs> appro- approach me. Yeah, now you're you're gonna find this interesting, especially you being from Texas. Somebody approached me and said, how the hell can you wear that shirt after Uvalde? And I said, oh well, my God, I, I said, well, how can I wear it? Well, I just put it over my head, you know, put my head through the big hole and my arms through the small holes and pull it down. Right. That's how I wear it. <laughs> and then I, I said, listen, if you if you really want to get down to the brass tacks of things, Good guys with guns help prevent that kind of shit. Yeah, they do. They do. Yes. They yes. do. Um, but uh, I, I got to ask you, though, I mean, obviously you have the love for music. You also got the love for country, too. What made you decide to get into the uh, political side of uh, Ooh, right now? That's a good question. And you are one of the first people to ask that. Well, let, let's hear it. All right. So, (laughs) as I said in the brief bio, when I moved to Missouri, I got sent to prison. Yeah. Okay. Now, partly my fault, partly not. A whole bunch of shit was involved. Basically, everything I was doing here in Texas, I brought with me up there. The whole gangbang mentality, all of it. I took it up there. I moved up there in 2003. By 2005, I was running six counties. Like I had all the local kids following me, repping me and all that. So, you know, I became a little bit of a problem, but we weren't doing nothing stupid. Me personally, I just like to fight. <laughs> that, that was my thing. I wanted to see if you had hands. It was my biggest thing. But in 2006, uh, we were at a party in the cornfields. Someone was stealing alcohol from everybody. I caught the person who was stealing it. I called him out. He drove off. And as he was driving off, I told him, don't come back to my town. We drove home. It's about 3.30 in the morning. We get home. Everyone's getting ready to go to sleep. One of my friends had left to walk home. He starts running up the hill telling me that the dude's down at the skate park calling me out. So I went down there to fight him. Again, he didn't want to fight. So as he was getting in the truck, I punched him. He drove off. We're walking back to my house. I hear tires screeching, so I turn around. He's doing 75 miles an hour coming dead at me. Ooh. He hits me with an 87 Ford Ranger. Solid steel. Damn. He hits me. He drags me about a half a block up, and I start looking around like, where am I going to roll off? If I roll off this way, he's going to swerve and run me over. If I roll off this way, it's a ditch. He's going to run me over. I look back at him and he's laughing at me. And it's not no he, he, ha, ha laugh. It's the laugh like the devil is telling this motherfucker to kill me. 
Wow. So I look in the passenger seat, and one of my friends is in the passenger seat crying his eyes out. In my mind, he just told him he's going to kill me. And I blacked out. What I was told when I blacked out is he slammed on the brakes, and I flew about 150 feet, slammed to the ground. He throws it in drive, runs me over, puts it in reverse, runs me over, puts it back in drive, runs me over, and takes off. I should have been dead. The doctor told my mom he has no idea how the fuck I'm still breathing. All right. When I get conscious minded, okay, I leave the hospital. People die in hospitals. I don't want to be there. So I check myself out. The day I get out the hospital, the police come knocking on my door wanting me to come down to the police station for an interview about what happened. Mm -hmm. So I get down there. Cop tells me to take off my shirt so he can take pictures of the tire marks that are on my body. I was in the hospital for two weeks in a coma. There is no more tire marks on my body. So I asked the cop, why didn't you take him the night I got ran over? Oh, we were preoccupied. Shit. All right. Now that's serious. Keep this in mind. When I got ran over, he ran over the back of my head. I still got a little indention in the back of my head where he squished my head. Wow. My eyes were totally crossed and I couldn't see nothing. Everything was like eight vision. It was just horrible. You know what I'm saying? He gets me in there. He starts questioning me about me getting ran over, what led to it. And then he leaves the room, comes back in, pulls out a tape recorder, starts going into left field about some other crap that I didn't even know what he was talking about. My head started hurting and I was like, hey, let me go home real quick so I can get my medicine and I'll come right back. He was like, no, tell your cousin to go get it. So she goes and gets my medicine. And as soon as she pulled out the, uh, the parking lot, he arrested me. Didn't know what for. No charge. I didn't know nothing. I sat in county jail for seven months, not knowing what I was there for. Hmm. Then the guy who ran me over, they put in the cell next to me. Hmm. Okay. So as he's in there, I'm doing everything in my power trying to get at him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want my revenge on you, and I'm not going to play. If I get a chance, if you go to the shower, when I'm coming out the shower, I'm jumping on you. You know what I mean? Like, I wanted him. And then I found out my celly asked me what that dude's name was. So I told him his name is Aaron Reagan. He goes, oh, bro, uh, nothing's going to happen to him. He's going to walk. And I looked at him. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? He's in here for attempted vehicular manslaughter and attempted murder. He's facing something. And he goes, no, what you ain't getting is uh, his grandma is the highest female Freemason in the state of Missouri. Nothing is going to happen. And before this time, I didn't know what the fuck a Freemason was. He was like, oh, she's the highest ranking Mason. And I was like, what the fuck does laying bricks have to do with anything? No, bro. No, 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 no. Not that type of Mason. You need to start looking this shit up because nothing's going to happen to him. And sure enough, nothing happened. He sat in county jail for four months and they let him go on a misdemeanor assault. Wow. And then when I got sent to prison, that's when I started digging. 
started reading all the little books I could find. Whatever would link me up with something, I started reading. But I didn't really fall into it until 2011. Uh, September 11, 2011. I was going through my phone doing the whole Twin Tower Memorial thing. And I stumbled on Alex Jones. And that's kind of what led me to do what I do now. Wow. And I mean, to be for real, Alex Jones already banned me on his Telegram account. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm literally the most banned man on the Internet. I can't go nowhere. <laughs> I'm, I've definitely been banned on Twitter uh, for Outlaw Radio. The uh, Bearded Patriots was just barely started. But, uh, you know, I, I'm wondering how, how much longer that's going to last, especially when I will purposely uh, see the hashtags like uh, today. I decided to see what if I check hashtag Biden best president ever? What am I going to find? Not a damn thing. <laughs> oh, no. I d oh, oh, believe me, I found something. Uh, I found a lot. One lady saying, uh, qu talking about the gas prices and how they were something good. I'm like, are, oh you, my are God. you fucking serious? People like that are just fucking brainwashed beyond repair. It's like, are you, wow, how much of the Kool Aid are you drinking along she with had all the of paint? it? Apparently, that's horrible. And huffing the paint fumes in the process. <laughs> I'm going to tell you like this in all honesty. If I ever in public hear anybody say that they like the gas prices, I'm going to slap the shit out of them. <laughs> yeah, I don't like, care. It's if ridiculous. They, if they like the gas prices, that means, oh, good for you. You can afford that shit. Not, a, not all of us are so fortunate. In fact, most of us aren't. Yeah. It, it's getting starting to get ridiculous. Like right now here in Texas anyway, where I live, the gas has kind of been dropping every day. Ain't been dropping much, but it's been dropping. That's what like I've been last hearing. Last week, we were at 488. Now we're back down to 410. But yeah. come next week, it's going to jump up again. That's the way the pattern's been the whole time. You know, and th there's other things, too. Like, I'm, I'm going to mention this. Uh, there, there was an all-female punk rock band who I'm going to leave nameless just out of some little di uh, bit of respect I may have, but uh, they definitely lost the majority of about 99% of my respect after I found something out. Oh, shit. And, and uh, that was because, um, you know, I knew that they were supporting Antifa and all that. And I just, I just kind of let that slide. But when I found out that one of them pissed on an American flag, I'm like, Oh, that man. that is worse than burning a flag. Oh, I was fucking irate, and I I discarded their music. You know, I, I remember growing up as a kid. If you did any damage to the American flag, you got took to jail. Now, and, and now just do it. Piss, <laughs> on, piss on the American flag because you believe that abortion is illegal everywhere. Um, do your fucking research. All, all the Supreme Court said was, we're not going to touch this. We're going to leave it to the, the individual, individual states. Yeah. Right. That's all they did. They said, we, we ain't going to fucking touch this shit. Yeah. And uh, 
And I still today, I don't care. I got, I got friends that tell me I'm full of shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, you know, the election was stolen in 2020. I mean, who the fuck went to a Biden rally? Just a few handful of people. While even during COVID, Trump rallies were packed. And today they're always packed. They were even trying to pay people to go to a Biden rally and motherfuckers still wouldn't show up. Yeah. No one likes him. God. No one likes him. No one likes his administration. It's a fucking joke. It is. That it is. It's fucking ridiculous. It, it's uh, like we we've gone back at least a hundred years. Yeah, society wise, like it's it, it's so horrible. I mean, I got to ask you as as a as a rap and hip hop artist too. I mean, are you backed up by artists like uh, Topher? Is one I really like. Um, if you know who he is, I don't think I've ever heard of him. Oh, he he's a black conservative rapper. You look him up on on YouTube, and you'll find find his stuff. But uh, like uh, other, obviously, I can tell you, uh, I know that other black conservatives black uh, back you up one hundred percent. But yet, you had the opportunity to say uh, like uh, perform with one of them or something like that in the works or anything like that. Uh, in twenty nineteen, I performed at a Trump rally in Arizona. Oh, really? Tell me about yeah. that. Uh, what was her name? Lori Bezic, Bezic, I think, is the one who set it up. And this so. was right, right before I got my uh, final Facebook page suspended. <laughs> Good she Lord. reached out to me because she heard one, one of her people posted one of my songs or something, and she came to my page and was like, "Hey, I want you to perform. I'll pay you this much money." And da 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 da. And I told her straight up, "If you fly me out there." And you pay for my hotel, I'll do the damn thing for free. And she was like, "All right, you're, you're going to be the uh, the VIP. I've already got your pass printed out." <laughs> I met right. Darius, Dara, uh, David Harris Jr. I met uh, Marco Gutierrez, who is the CEO of Latinos for Trump. And who else was out there? We had some opera singer out there, and basically. All the Arizona Republicans were out there. Which was like, the majority of the state. I was in the newspaper up there in Arizona. They was calling me all kinds of crazy shit. One of them, they was like, uh, I forget which representative they asked. They was like, how do you feel about this, this rapper guy named Nightmare who calls former President Barack Hussein Obama a butt-fucking-queer? <laughs> and he was like, oh, I love it. I'll, I'll proudly stand next to him. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. I, and I'll tell you like this, it sucked what happened because they shut us down. Oh, of course they did. Like we had to relocate because they wouldn't let us use the fairgrounds like they had promised. And I'm assuming it's because they didn't think I was showing up because everywhere she went, I was right behind her. I was like her little chaperone. And then as soon as we walked in there, oh, this is nightmare. Da, 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 da. Oh, you can't use the fairgrounds no more. You got to find somewhere else to go. Literally the day before the show. So we found some guy in Kingman, Arizona, who let us use his pizzeria parking lot. We sold over 25,000 tickets. 
and only 200 made it. Because whenever they would come to the fairgrounds, the people at the fairgrounds wouldn't tell them where we where we moved the show to. It, it, it's unbelievable too what the how the left is just what the, what they've done what they want to shut down you know it's we don't like it get rid of it. Well, I'll tell you the, the one of my favorite parts of that whole show. We had the New York Times there, the L.A. Times, uh, the Las Vegas Journal was there, the Arizona Journal. Lying yeah, I think we had you? two or three people from Fox and MSNBC there. I'm pretty sure that uh, the, the lies told about you are just Oh, no, countless. this is where it gets good. All of them interviewed me. Every last one of them wanted to interview me because I was the only rapper there. Yeah. So I went on everyone's little interview. They scrubbed my footage completely because they couldn't find nothing to twist or turn. Oh, yeah, because since, uh, you know, securing the border is racist, so we can twist that. Uh, yeah, just <laughs> that, that was one of the hey, w- w- with you being a Latino, does it bother you that Trump wants to build a wall? No, build that son of a bitch. <laughs> build that motherfucker up. Stop letting all these motherfuckers come over here. They're getting benefits that I can't even get. Oh, yeah, you believe it, too. They signed it into law in California now that uh, immigrants come, coming across uh, get free health care. Yeah, free health care. They're getting money as soon as they cross, and they're getting phones. Not no cheap-ass phones. They're getting brand-new iPhones and shit. I mean, cur- courtesy of Gavin Bang Your Wife Newsome. Yeah. Piece of shit, too. Yeah, it's I ridiculous. The, the, the state leaders we have, some of our state leaders are so ridiculous. I don't see how the hell they're still in office. Okay. You know, I'm not, I'm going to say that, uh, I'm not going to say that uh, Greg Abbott is, is not 100% questionable. He's, uh, done he's, some, he's done some good things, but uh, there's some, there are some questionable things about him, but I, I just want to hear your reaction when I say the name Beto O'Rourke. Fuck him too. <laughs> I'm going to tell you like this. If he ever comes to Fort Worth, I'll, I'll swing on him, too. I don't care. Oh, yes, we're going to take your AR-15. You ain't taking shit from me. See, here, here's the thing a lot of people don't know about Texas, right? In the state of Texas, a felon is allowed to have a gun. <laughs> here is the loophole. Now, some people may fucking snicker and laugh, but it is what it is. Did you know any black powder, pistol, rifle, anything like that under federal law and under Texas state law is not considered a firearm? That I didn't know. That's interesting. Okay. I just bought me an 1851 Confederate black powder revolver at the beginning of this year, straight from the dealer. Um, he called me because my address on my credit card didn't match the address I was shipping it to because I was shipping it to my cousins. So he called me and I was like, oh, he's going to tell me I can't have the gun. He was like, hey, what's your address? I gave him my address and he was like, all right, your gun's on the way. I got it two days later. I carry, and in the state of Texas, this is the favorite, my favorite thing about it. Black powder pistols, revolvers, and rifles, since they are not deemed uh, what do you call it? Damn it, I just had it and I lost it. 
a firearm. Yeah, since it's not considered a firearm, right? Yeah. I can carry my little revolver anywhere I want without perjury or prejudice. There you go. Wherever I want. <laughs> and I carry that motherfucker wherever I go. Because the way the world's going right now, if you ain't got something on your hip, you're tripping. Well, I'm I'm licensed to conceal carry, even though uh, Idaho is just like uh, Texas is uh, is an open carry constitutional state, um, and that just kind of helps uh, to have that. Though that's why I did it. Plus, well, I mean that's the only reason why I got mine. I mean, yeah. plus I live in the hood. Like I'm in the middle of the hood. When I was a kid, the area I'm living now was known for finding dead bodies in the lake that's two blocks away from me. Notorious for it. You still hear gunshots every night. But at least unlike Chicago, your law-abiding citizens can take care of somebody who wants to come in and burglarize and do whatever shit they want. Right. It's like a mass shooting in Chicago where they have... Um, all these uh, gun restrictions. Yeah, because you fucking idiots think you can keep the guns out of the hands of criminals. You keep you keep thinking that, man. It keeps See, happening. Th- th- this is my thought process on that shit. They know for a fact, whether you be a criminal or not, if a man or a woman wants something bad enough, they're going to find a way to get it. Damn right. Whether it be legal, illegal, whatever the case is. If a person wants it bad enough, they're going to do whatever they got to do to get it. Now, when you're talking about, oh, no more guns, no more that, that ain't for the criminals. That's for us. Yeah, yeah. It's disarming law-abiding citizens. That's all it's for. And what, I ain't going to say the majority, but what a lot of leftists ain't, ain't really seeing is that when they start kicking in this plan, and they start kicking in our doors and sending us to concentration camps here or concentration camps there because of this COVID bullshit, they're going to think in the back of their head, damn, if only I had a gun. Yeah. And then you're going to be stuck in that camp until you die. Damn, I wish I would have got that shotgun when I had the chance, or I wish I would have got that pistol when I had the chance. You know, I'm going to quote an infamous... uh leftist an infamous national socialist from a from about uh, 80 years ago and I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure you can figure it out if you wish to disarm a nation you must first disarm its citizens do you know who yes. said that i do not off the top of my head but i have heard it many times adolf hitler yeah yeah okay yeah yeah that's about right yeah so and that's not a law it's not a not at all not at no. all no. And uh, what a lot of people are failing to realize, everything that's going on here is exactly what was happening in Germany before he started setting up his little shit. Well, if you if you look look behind me there, obviously you see that uh, those of you watching on video too, um, you see behind me that American flag, but uh, the two flags below it there, I'll, I'll show you, you've probably never seen before. Right. But uh, those are the flags of the old republics of South Africa, not the apartheid uh, regime. No, uh, right. the one the one with the green, red, white, and blue represents the uh, the Transvaal Republic, and the uh, 
and the uh, orange and white, red, white, and blue there represents what was called the Orange Free State, which is obviously when the uh, Dutch settlers uh, went to uh, went into South Africa in the 1600s, and later, uh, you know, they they formed those two republics, and that's that's in tribute to them because they're a nation who's, of course, uh, they're being pushed by. Uh, by a bunch of racist bullshit, you know, saying I'm I'm not going to say apartheid was right, but the but the uh, ANC, African National Congress, that runs it now, that has only made things worse. And right. uh, if you if you knew what goes on on a South African farm, and, and and the thing is though, is the things they do in South Africa, it's like South Africa is is leading the way for, for America because it they, they started there with uh, pulling down statues and saying this and that right. is racist and all that. And, and uh, you know, it's, and it's slowly happening over here. They have a thing over there called Black Economic Empowerment, which means that if you own a business, uh, all businesses have to be about uh, uh, 60, 40% Black. Right. You know, and, and he, now Biden's trying to inter- introduce something like that, even though, yes, you want to know who the real race traitor is? Fuck. I mean, <laughs> piece of, pieces of shit. You know, what's really sad is I talked to black people there in South Africa. I talked to two of them that I can tell you that want the apartheid regime back because they felt safe back then. I believe it. Even though I'll never support that kind of segregation. I mean, think of it like this. There's a lot of Democrats who wish Trump was still in office right now. Oh, yeah. There are people regretting their decision. <laughs> oh, my God. When they look at the gas tank, they look at the they they're they're wanting Trump back in office. Well, I'll tell you like this. I, uh, my, my trade is carpentry, right? Yeah. I'm, a, I'm an independent contractor. And the price of wood is fucking ridiculous i mean also with this bird flu going around i mean obviously that's not obviously that's not a pandemic we have to worry about because what i i know is uh even though there was a big scare about the avian bird flu i found out it's really not uh contagious to people but it is contagious to other birds and it's killing off chickens chickens yeah yeah so so we got the inflation already hitting because of the gas prices, and now it's going to hit more because of the bird flu and the price of eggs and chicken and all that. It's going oh, to yeah. Don't, don't forget about the mysterious cows that died up in Oklahoma or oh, Kansas. No. And all these fires that are happening in rural areas, like where one of my uncle lives, you know, almost had to evacuate his house. It's like, you know, it's it like uh, – Clay Douglas told me that uh, the New World Order, the the communist regime that they want to they want to kick in, they start with the farmers. They want to kill off yeah. the farmers or put them they out of to. business. Then they're going to go after those who are like you and me who are faithful to the old regime, so they yep. can get the get the whole society dependent <laughs> on the government for this one world communist bullshit order. Well, yep. I prefer my freedom. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And if you break it, I'm going to break your fucking hands. Yeah, I agree 100%. Uh, but, but that's just me talking. 
It's more than just you. There's probably at least a million of us here thinking that same shit. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I hate to say it, but we are out of time. And I knew the conversation would go like this, so we wouldn't talk as much about your music. We'd get more into politics. But um, before we wrap this up, and uh, if you're listening on audio, that means uh, we're heading to a music set. Uh, why don't you go ahead and give yourself a plug and tell the listeners where they can find Nightmare. Obviously, you're banned on a lot of social media, so that's kind of tough to do. But there's places to find you. Yeah, very rare. Let's see. You can find me on uh, Truth. I just got on Truth, Truth Social. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Gab. Yes. The name is Nightmare817, N-I-T-E-M-A-R-E-817. You just type that into whatever search engine you've got, and you will find me and some way, somehow. And there's one more thing I got to do before we wrap this up. That is, even though they can't see your face, they, they see your picture there. They see you've got a beard. So <laughs> I knight thee and welcome you to the Brotherhood of the Bearded Patriots. Woohoo, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, I appreciate it so much. And hey, yes, God sir. bless Thank you for you. having me on. God bless you. God bless America. And just keep doing what you're doing. I want to stay in touch with you because um, obviously, you know, I'm going to be keeping an eye out for new music and things like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully something soon. Absolutely. Well, hey, uh, thank you so much for your time and God bless. Yeah, thank you. You too. And there you have the interview with Nightmare, and what a pleasure it was talking to him. Going to go to the first music set of the show. Got three more tracks by Nightmare. Plus, uh, since I had Ellie May on last week for the uh, Highway 30 2022 post-show, I decided to put uh, one of her brand new songs that I should have featured on that show, so we got that in the mix and uh, also got D. Ramsey in there. Yes, my good buddy, may he rest in peace. With all that said, be right back after this. This is the kind of thing that just tickles my balls. You're listening to Outlaw Radio, and if you don't agree with our opinions, then fuck your mother. Hey, did you kiss your girlfriend with that mouth? Soldier, keep on marching on. Before I start this song, I would like to give a shout out to the four Americans who died on 9-11-2012. Chris Stevens, Sean Smith, Glenn Doherty, and Tyrone Woods. May your souls rest in peace. It's just another day in the land of Benghazi About 11 months after they killed that man Gaddafi The day was kinda quiet, it seemed pretty good But at 9.32 it's like time just stood Calls for help, coming from the radio Already mounted up, just waiting for the say So a mile down the road, we can hear them people shooting We got two cars and we suited and booted You gotta let us go, we the only ones on the ground You already got your orders, you need to stand down We the only ones they got, we can't just let them die Well I hate to 
to inform you, but it's not for you to decide. Another call for help, breaks through the system. We ain't gonna let them die, man. We need to go get them. Y'all ain't gotta come, but we're all that they got. It's time to bark orders, cause we ain't gonna let them rock. Back to the annex or there's gonna be more loss Back at home base and we get in position This is what we do when they won't catch a slip And as soon as they trip, we lighten that ass up And we gonna show them the definition of American tough This is my family, my family I protect Even if it means that we fighting to the death These boys wanted to fight but they didn't expect the war Six lone soldiers make it get in the door Been fighting all night, bullets still flying Water start falling, our people start dying We called for help but no one ever came It's almost like they wanted our lives to be slain We lost four brothers in the fight of our life And every single day we still dream about that night keep on marching on Head down till the work is done Waiting on the morning sun Soldier keep on marching on Guys over heavens, over hills, everything. What is that? Something boon dropped on me. It's just been rattling around my head. Stinky Canyon Worldwide. Welcome to the Stinky Canyon Vision Center. Hey y'all, I'm Dr. Jim Bob Eccles. That's right, good old Jerry Eccles from Crank Up Lives. Cousin Twice moved and uh, once put back, I think. I did all that learning stuff at the Louisiana Alligator Wrestling and Doctoring School. I can fix your eyes for just $49.95. And you even get to keep this here ball point pin and laser pointer as soon as I'm done. Ah! Hey, keep it down. Can't you see I'm doctoring on your eyeballs? We can even fix the medical condition strabismus, also known as cross-eyed. All right now, boy, put your chin up. Higher. Higher, right there. See, all better. Well, thanks a lot, cousin. But where'd your twin brother go? But we can't fix stupid. My eyes! I can't see! Warning, please do not attempt LASIK eye surgery on yourself. Doing so may cause... Limp wrist, bad credit, imminent whining, giggling cornhole, crusty underwear, first of the month syndrome, prison rendezvous, stable boy tongue, chocolate starfish pucker, vaginal lockdown, compacted diarrhea, iris audit, omatophobia, dedication transvestite hooker rash, perjury, oil fire, the urge to make a pilgrimage to Mecca, flumonia, and macnerding. Say will this be your last goodbye? No, it ain't easy, honey, this love of mine. So take it or leave it, 
a dying breed, the realest of the real Texas raised, Texas made, I can only keep it real The Alex Jones will rap the most band of the band Gangsta turned soldier to protect his homeland Flag blown, it's even tatted in my skin And I give no fucks about the people I offend I fly this motherfucker proudly, boy, I'm southern to the bone Everybody mad at me, cause I refuse to be a clone I spit it how I see it, don't believe in fairy tales Don't care to be famous, cause my soul is not for sale I'm like, no, they came before me, cause I'm breaking all the rules On this microphone, I'm like Jordan with the bulls A bad motherfucker, there ain't no one on my level Every bar that I drop is like flipping off the devil And nigga can try to take me, God had other plans Told me to jump up on the mic and become a plague across the land Yes sir, real dude, just guide me on this path And every time they hear my voice, make sure they feel your wrath My child is done for, you are made of me Now back to the land, cause you gotta wake the sheep It's all communism disguised as COVID-19 They taking away your freedoms one grain at a time Then before you know it, you ain't allowed to go outside <laughs> Hey yo, one more time, take two Check it out, man. The one and only D Ramsey, Blunt Brother Connection. This for the chapters in my room, all the players in my room. I give my money, hey, I give my money, hey. Y'all can suck my dick, talk your shit, cause I don't give a damn, man, I'm on my game, man, and I'm stacking up my money, you can see me in the club, chilling out with your honey, got your friend, girlfriend, two by my side, man, two chicks on me when I'm rolling in the ride, still sick with it, and this is freestyle, I ain't gotta write shit, dog, I go fuck wild, psychotic with each other, low until I die, another hit.
Gator did put his body in the sky Body in the sky Talking about an airplane Send they motherfucker clean To Pakistan, Maine Over wherever it goes Doesn't matter, I don't care I do my fucking thing And bitch, I'm still here Eleven years in Veteran status D. Ramsey And I'm still a fucking baddest in my room in my room, I get my money. Hey, I get my money. Hey, for my haters in my room, talking that shit gonna get your blue. That's all my money. That's all my money. In my room, all the players in my room. me beating down your block in the brand new whip, bitch, and I ain't finna stop. Flip the bird to the haters as I fucking roll past. Cause I don't give a damn, smoke a blunt and then I laugh at all these motherfuckers wishing they were me. They want what I got, but they can't stop a G. And if you try and kill me, come and do it, motherfucker. Because I anticipate that shit, motherfucker. And I ain't got no gun, I do it with a blade. Grabbing up a hatchet, put that bitch clean through your face. And yeah, Man, I roll with machetes too, bitch Got one in the trunk of the car right now, bitch ha, Yeah, I'm real about this shit I handle my business, haters getting hit I leave them laid down if they want it with me now Come and get it, motherfuckers, guarantee I'll put you down All the in my room All the players in my room Excuse me. Can I have everyone's attention, please? My name is Nightman. President Donald Trump will not be here today. However, he wrote this statement and told me to read it to y'all. So please listen. I will only say this one time and one time alone. This for the shutters in my room. All the players in my room. Stretching hip that shower. Come lunchtime, I might have some clam chowder. Right after that, Air Force One. Business a pleasure, shit, my job is fun. I'm taking back America, making deal after deal. And just so you know, they don't believe this shit you spill. Didn't see an N once, 
say I was broke And that's why I see an ends a hashtag jokes I've been making money my whole fucking life If I show you one bank account you'll faint on the site A lot of people knew one day I would run But I knew the consequences so I had to save the funds It's only been a year, look at what I've done Brought back money jobs and rebuilt the scum But no matter what I do y'all are all gonna bitch To the floorboards are spoken there's a nation on the list Shelters in my room All the players in my room I get my money Hey, I get my money Hey, for my haters in my room Talking that shit gonna get your blue That's all my money That's all my money There is no other feeling than strapping up or grabbing those kettlebells, grappling on the mat, or doing some shadow boxing, getting knocked down, getting back up, throwing strikes, and then doing it all over again. So when you hear someone scream, gear up, you better get ready, because it's just you, your Hunter Athletic Gear, and the voice telling you to train harder. No matter how much experience you have, Hunter Athletic Gear stands with you all the way. Their products are engineered for utmost comfort, protection, and speed. Battle after battle, Hunter Athletic Gear is the brand celebrating your victory. Hunter Athletic Gear has a range of great training and fight gear for men and ladies, including compression pants, fight shorts, hoodies, vests, caps, and bikinis. They can create custom branded ranges for your gym or business. Visit their website at huntermma.co.za. Gear up and let's train. 
What news and information are your media dollars buying when the narrative is prescribed by the advertisers? Scripted lies, media brainwashing, and thought control. Take back your voice. Take back our media. But most of all, take back our First Amendment. Subscribe to Caravan to Midnight today for hard-hitting commentary free from political correctness and media bias as I and some of the most intelligent and interesting people on Earth delve deep into what really lies beyond the headlines. Three to four hour uninterrupted and uncensored information. Join our CTM family today. Join the movement. Join the fight for freedom and independence. Caravan to Midnight is media for the people, by the people, independent of commercial obligations or influence. For less than a cup of coffee per month, you can make a difference. Let the people fund the next news network. Help us grow. Help us create a platform where we place freedom of speech and thought first. Join the family at caravantomidnight.com. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. This is the Second Amendment of the United States of America's Constitution. This Second Amendment, the right of law-abiding Americans to privately own and possess firearms, is under attack like no other time in America's history. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris have pledged to take away your Second Amendment rights through gun bans, gun confiscations, and government regulations. Even a gun tax. Do not take this lying down. The time to take action and fight to protect your Second Amendment rights is now. Join the Second Amendment Foundation, the oldest and largest nonprofit foundation focused on protecting your Second Amendment rights. For more information, to join or to donate, visit saf.org. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, CEO of MyPillow. Cancel culture has not only affected myself and MyPillow, but also millions of you out there. My employees and I want to personally thank each and every one of you for all your support. At MyPillow, we have hundreds of products now, including my new slippers, bathrobes, sleepwear, and my new beds. We are offering the best products ever for the best prices ever. Mike Lindell is a true patriot who loves America, and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Specials box and use promo code OUTLAW for all Mike's great discounts. Or call 1-800-652-3982. And remember to use promo code OUTLAW. And now a message for the men. Listen up, guys. Fact. As we men age, our IGF-1 growth factor levels decrease, which can lead to gradual deterioration of energy, muscle growth, and immune function. From Neutronics Labs comes a line of health supplements that make men men again. Deer Antler Velvet. Listen. IGF-1 Plus Deer Antler Velvet contains the most concentrated source of widely diversified nutrition found in the plant or animal kingdom. Choose from Neutronics Labs liposome spray products. From the Ultra 10,000 Nanograms Package to the Platinum 300,000 Nanograms Package. They're also specially formulated supplements for joint pain relief, more energy, better stamina, better natural sleep, stress relief, and weight loss. For more information about these amazing products, visit keys2life.shop. That's K-E-Y-S, the number two, life.shop. IGF-1 Plus Deer Antler Velvet Supplements from Neutronics Labs. Making men, men again. Yo, baby, you've had your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? Fuck the shit, fuck the fucking shit, fuck shit. 
You're listening to Outlaw Radio. Now buy a sewing machine, take it home, and cram it up your ass. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Outlaw Radio, brought to you by Coldcock Whiskey. Raise your glass, take a shot. You must be 21 years of age or older to drink. Hunter Athletic, Gear Up, Let's Train, and Neutronics IGF-1, making men, men again. The songs you just heard, you just heard uh, Twin Spin. <laughs> yes, I had to do this, ladies and gentlemen, uh, since uh, my late friend D. Ramsey and Nightmare uh, had a song called For My Haters. They both used the same chorus from Eminem's. I decided to make that a twin spin. So yeah, you have For My Haters by Nightmare. Before that, For My Haters by D. Ramsey. Before that, uh, Ellie Mae with Wasting Time. And like I said, I should have played that song last time. So why not play it this time? And starting off the whole set, Nightmare with Soldier, The Benghazi Story. All right, moving right along in just a little bit, you're going to hear a conversation that I had with Brett Sessoms out of Mississippi. Before I get to that, it is time to reveal... The Outlaw Radio, Idiot of the Week. And ladies and gentlemen, the Outlaw Radio Idiot of the Week this week is New York Governor Kathy Hochul. Yes, the one who replaced... Andrew the homo Cuomo. And I, yeah, I said that and I don't give a shit. Fuck your feelings if you're offended. Oh, so I did a video about this for the Bearded Patriots. But uh, yeah, so New York has been violating the Second Amendment for quite some time when people try to get uh, concealed carry licenses uh they pay a bunch of money just to apply only to get denied like one out of two or three get denied the supreme court found that to be unconstitutional and and told me i had to quit doing that and so uh new york you know start had to start allowing people to get to concealed carry licenses if they pass everything and so what what does kathy hochel do well yeah yeah, you can get your concealed carry permit, but you can't carry here, here. Just naming off a long list of what she called sensitive areas. And yeah, just uh, look for the video of the Bearded Patriots on Rumble to hear the full story. Anyway, enough on that. It is time for World News with special guest Brett Sessoms. Here we go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this edition of Outlaw Radio World News, once again, joined by Brett Sessoms out of Mississippi. How are you doing, brother? Yeah, hey, doing good. How are you doing, Billy? All right. All right. So uh, we got uh, got a little bit going on here. Well, there's always something go- going on. Uh, got some serious uh, stuff going on in South Africa, but um, I want to touch. First thing is, uh, of course, uh, that one little idiot. Uh, in New York, the the one that uh, Matt Connerton likes to call the jealous one, and fits him perfectly. Um, he's he was talking about uh, Biden signing an executive order, basically trying to overrule the court over the uh, decision over Roe versus Wade. 
And, uh, well, you know, and then also the Supreme Court, as I stated in a video that I did too, the Supreme Court cracked down on the state of New York because the state of New York was clearly violating the uh, Second Amendment with people going in and uh, they're, tr they're trying to apply for their concealed carry permits and, they're, and they have to pay buku bucks just to do that only to get denied. And, the, and that basically they're getting ripped off. I don't, like, I don't like the way you look. You're not getting it. Like, uh, it's like uh, I think one out of every three people was getting denied. May, or maybe it was one out of two. I, I can't remember. Basically, uh, nobody, nobody was allowed to get a concealed carry permit. And, to, and so the, the Supreme Court uh, cracks down on the state of New York for doing that. So the governor of New York, uh, what's her name, uh, Kathy Hochul, says, okay, if you can have a concealed weapons permit, but you can't carry here, you can't carry here, you can't carry here, you, all these so-called sensitive air, areas, they call. And basically, it's a, it's a like uh, some places I can understand, like courthouses, I can't, I got a concealed carry permit in an open carry state where you can't go into a courthouse with a gun. You can't go into a post office with a gun. Um, you know, but, uh, they say one of the places is, uh, places of worship. I'm sorry. Uh, where, where did a mass shooting take place in South Carolina was a church. And, uh, and then where was a mass shooting a few months ago prevented in Texas? It was a church. So, so, uh, you know, we got, got to think there is, they just, it's like uh, Kathy Hochul found a way to override uh, the Supreme Court ruling. Now we got Biden trying to sign executive orders, which, uh, you know, basically trying to say, okay, uh, if you're not going to make abortion legal everywhere, then I'm going to do it. And, and watch me as if he's trying to act as if the president has the power over the Supreme Supreme Court, and he'd be the first one, probably not the first one to think it, but definitely the first one to try to act on it if this is what he's doing. Yeah, well, this executive order, we're going to see how far it goes. I mean, a lot of people are thinking that it's not going to go very far, and it shouldn't because regardless what somebody thinks about abortion or not, the Constitution does not give a position on abortion. And anything the Constitution doesn't give a position on is delegated to the states. And for everybody saying, well, I live in a, in a conservative state, they're going to outlaw it, yada, yada, yada. The Interstate and Commerce Clause, people, that gives you the right to go to Massachusetts or to New York or to Washington State or California, some more liberal states, and you can get an abortion there, and you can go back there. The Interstate Commerce Clause prohibits that. When you go to another state, those states, I mean, well, you can travel freely between states, and you can go get an abortion in another state and you cannot be tried for that it's just the same with marijuana if you want to go to colorado and smoke marijuana and you live in another state if you did that in colorado they cannot nail you for it here in mississippi that's where i am now it's the same thing with abortion it gives the states the right to decide it and if you don't like it you can go to another state and get an abortion you know that, that, that brings up a, an interesting point though say that uh 
say that you're, you're on unsupervised probation and, uh, you know, you're supposed to have a clean system. You go, you go to, uh, and, and you go to a state like Oregon or Colorado that does have legal recreational use marijuana, you know, and, and uh, you've done it there. And I'm, I mean, supervised probation, you got you to gotta park your ass home. It's almost like. Uh, now, if you're in trouble with the legal system on prior convictions, that's a little bit different. Yeah, that's what I thought. I'm talking about if you if you're, you know, clean, whatever, not breaking the law and you want to go to Colorado and smoke a little bit. I mean, that as far as I know, you cannot get in trouble going back to your home state for it. Um, I mean, if, if you're not high, I mean, yeah, I mean, if you smoke it there, I mean, I highly doubt you'd come back to your state high. That's a different story. You could can't bring it back with you. But you, it's just like going, I mean, you're going to a different country, but you go to the Netherlands and you can go smoke it there. You can't bring it back with you. But if, and, if it's in your system, though, and you have to piss test randomly, you know, I mean, who knows? I mean, I've been, a, uh, you know, back in my, in my time, I've been on unsupervised probations, with, which meant that I could leave the state, you know, whereas uh, supervised probation, uh, you know, you you left the state. You're violating. Yeah, well, if you're if you're in trouble with another state's legal system, that might be a different story. If you're on unsupervised probation, but I'm talking about if you're just you know not having a criminal record, you don't have any of that. When you go to another state, I mean, there's the interstate commerce clause. You can go to another state and get an abortion, and they yep. cannot try you for something you did in a state where an abortion is legal. That is unconstitutional. But just but just like the federal government taking a position on abortion is unconstitutional because it's not mentioned in the Constitution, and that gives the right to the states. Yes, that's right. So, so if, if Biden tries to ram this through, then uh, could be could in, end up to the moment that a lot of people are, are hoping for, which is impeachment. After all, he he is Donald Trump was not perfect by any means, but still he was he was a much better president. And well, we didn't have inflation under Trump. We didn't have these gas prices under Trump. No, and everybody talked about Trump colluded with Russia. No, he didn't. He actually had more of an aggressive stance to Russia than Biden did. That that's a whole different story in itself that I'm not getting into, but. Inflation had nothing to do with Ukraine or Russia. It had to do with a lot of Biden's economic mismanagement. And it's just, he's just using, regardless of what one thinks of the Ukraine Russia conflict, he's using it as an excuse for, uh, for his ineptness. And Biden is just incompetent. There's just no way around it. He's just an incompetent president. He's too old. He's on, rumors are he's only working two and a half hour days because that's all he can do. And a president, you got to be able to function at high speed. You got to be able to multitask well. I mean, that's just part of the job. And Biden's not able to do that anymore. No, I mean, the man can't even ride a bike or climb a fence. No, he can't ride a bike without falling off and crashing. That's been on footage. Well, how about uh, he can't even climb a flight of stairs to an airplane? Little I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, that, that stuff has been documented and, um, my thing is, though, I'm not saying he's the worst or the best. I mean, he's definitely one of the worst, one of the worst in my book. But I'm worried that Kamala Harris and all them are going to declare him mentally unfit. And they're going to try to bring the 
Ilhan Omar's and the Rashida Tlaib's and the, um, oh my gosh, I can't think of those. Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, AOC, and bring them into, uh, into cabinet positions and Kamala Harris take over the presidency, which I would not agree with. But it was funny to see Ilhan Omar get booed uh, by her in Minnesota by the Somali-American community. A lot of Somali-Americans can't stand her, and that has been proven by her getting booed in, in a Somali-American area. Yeah, but her own people don't even like her. That says a lot right there. You know, the but question she, is, how does she keep getting elected? People are idiots. That's how. I mean, because it's how, I mean, the small American communities, a lot of them are scared of her. They don't like her. They think she's a fraud and uh, she basically is. But um, and not to get changed subjects, but but I mean, America needs to know about how much of a gangster police minister Becky Sile in South uh, Africa. Yeah, is. we're going to we're going to shift gears to South Africa, too, because. We have major rioting going on in uh, the provinces of uh, KwaZulu-Natal and Houting. Going, it's going pretty bad. Yes, and there, and then you have an incompetent police minister like Becky Sile that cannot get the riots under control. And Ian Cameron asked different questions. I mean, Becky Sile is going around the country, town hall meetings, and you can do that. And people have, but he, people have a right to ask questions. And Ian Cameron asked some tough questions. And he's part of not Action SA, the political party, Action Force SA, which is a civil rights organization. Well, in the neighborhood of Cape Town called Kyalisha, and Kyalisha is like a 98% black neighborhood. Some of them have come to Ian Cameron's organization for help to investigate crimes because they say Becky Sile is not doing a good job doing that. That Becky Sile is just doing is not doing his job, and and the South African Police Service is not thanks to Becky Sile's leadership. And they brought that's why they came to Ian Cameron. Well, Becky Sile yell tells Ian Cameron shut up. That Ian Cameron thinks that Becky Sile is nothing more than a garden boy, and then Becky Sile wants to talk about how he suffered under apartheid, which which to a certain extent he did, but he that's not. He's not asking questions about his current job as police minister. He wears a pimp hat everywhere. Ian Cameron told him to come patrol the townships without the armed guards, without riding in the limos. And, and that's what a lot of his crew does and see what, what he would get. I mean, Ian Cameron's done more for the townships than Becky Seeley ever has dared to. And Becky Seeley got up and acted erratically, told Ian Cameron, shut up, shut up. And told and had armed police guards escorting Ian Cameron back to his car, and these armed guard police guards tore Ian Cameron's shirt. Ian Cameron has gone to the same police department and filed charges against Becky Sule as he should, and he's probably going to win the case. It's an open and shut case, and the South African courts haven't been subject to corruption like the rest of the government has. And Becky Sule needs to resign as police minister. He's a he dresses like a gangster in a pimp hat, and he's a cop wannabe who acts like a pimp and a gangster. I mean, we're talking about the same guy who supposedly wanted to show compassion to the family of Brendan Horner after, after that happened over in Cynical. And we, we all know he, he did it to, uh, I don't know, to just try to gain some brownie points, whatever he he, he was probably glad that that whole thing went on. 
Oh, yeah. And uh, while the riots in KwaZulu Natal now, one could argue they happened a few years ago when when some op- looters wanted to use Jacob Zuma as an example because he's from KwaZulu Natal and the ANC kind of ousted him. So they went and riot, but it was just a, a, a crime, more opportunity crimes and political crimes. Well, Becky Seeley was AWOL for the longest time in those riots. He was nowhere to be found as police minister. You didn't know where he was. Then he finally appears, but he, he's indecisive about what, uh, what action to take. And so people think he's such an incompetent minister, we can do it again for other sets of reasons. And... This is why you have such private security forces in South Africa. And a lot of times the private security guards are more competent than the regular police services because of the leadership of Becky Seeley and Ian Cameron. Those are points that Ian Cameron made. And Becky Seeley just starts saying, shut up and saying, you think I'm just a garden boy. Let's okay. Becky Seeley politically suffered under apartheid like most black South Africans did. But he didn't suffer economically. Yes, his mother died when he was very young. But his father was reasonably high up in a railroad company. I mean, he wasn't the top executive, but he had a pretty high position. I mean, Becky Seeley chose to fight against the apartheid system and spent time in Robin Island and things like that when he didn't have to. But that was years ago. This is now. But he was not. I mean, he was politically disadvantaged, like, but he was not economically disadvantaged. His dad did not work in the gardens. He worked for the railroad company, and he had a pretty high ranking. So Becky Seeley tried to lie and play victim with all this. Of course. And he assumed because of Ian Cameron being a South African and a white South African, that's why I'm rubbing my skin right here, that he thought of Becky Seeley as nothing more than a garden boy, which is not true. Ian Cameron's not racist at all. He's a good guy. And... I kind of know him a little bit, not well, but I do. And we know who each other are. And this is just, it needs to make international news and it needs to just show people the dismal state of South Africa, number one. The current leadership the police service has because South Africans deserve basic protection under the law, but they're not getting it with this police minister. And if this keeps happening, this has been happening in South Africa years, the domino effect's going to happen. It's going to hit America. I, and it's going to hit the southern part of America where I am unless the stuff gets snipped in the butt. I mean, it. Yeah, yeah. You know, obviously you being there in Mississippi. So when you say, you know, it's going to hit hit uh, where, where you're at, what do, you, what do you think exactly will happen? Well, okay. Long story short, it try, it, that it's, they've tried. ANC and EF supporters have got, have come to Canton, Mississippi, near our Nissan plant and tried to bully Nissan workers, black and white, into unionizing. And it backfired on them. Most Nissan employees didn't want to. The majority of the whites didn't. The majority of the black employees did. But there there were enough black employees that didn't want to that shifted the vote. And because the South Africans, the ANC and AF supporters came down to try to bully them, that actually had some people that were on the fence to go to not unionizing. And even the ones that wanted to unionize didn't like the way they were trying to bully and intimidate people into doing it. And so they don't want them back. And rightfully so. And the more it's going to go from just not trying to bully people into unionizing when they don't want to into 
bringing a lot of Malema's nonsense and then thinking that white people, all white people want to bring back in Mississippi, want to bring back Jim Crow. And we still have like we have a, still have a white racism problem here, but most white people do not want to bring back Jim Crow. They don't want to bring back slavery. Um, a lot has changed with that. They don't want to bring that back. And you see more interracial couples here out and about in the rural South than you ever have before. And it's they're going to try to create racial tension more so than it than it already is. And then they're going to say it's the same thing. They, these people supported apartheid. They all that, which is which is nonsense. And and they're going to try to create tension. I mean, Jackson, Mississippi, as a mayor, Chokwe Antar Lumumba, who's named after Patrice Lumumba, who was not a good guy, by the way. He's been glorified as Harry Wooden. And Chokwe Antar Lumumba, they changed his last name to make the same name as Patrice Lumumba. He's an admirer of Winnie Mandela. Uh, he's, uh, he's an admirer of a lot of ANC political figures, and he'll post about him on Twitter and, and certain things. And Jackson's the largest city in Mississippi. It's gone downhill, but it's still the capital and largest city. And, you know, he gets cloud outside of Jackson, Mississippi, where I live in Brandon, which is not far, which I doubt he will. But if he ever does, we're going to have more problems. That's that's what I mean by it. And the, and the South's going to be the first place hit by it. Then it's going to domino all over the United States. Yeah, you know, where does the ANC, I mean, South Africa's uh, rand has basically gone to junk status as our dollar is, is uh, following in a rapid pace, too. Um, you know, but it's like the ANC is just spending a lot of senseless money, sending a lot of their people out to these places like, uh, you know, I mean, I had my had my friend uh, Big Mike down on the Hopi Reservation in uh, Arizona. He said ANC uh, members uh, showed up there. Uh, that said they were lucky that they didn't get scalped by the Apaches because all they did was insult them, basically. But basically, they they traveled over here to to uh, Native American reservations to talk about how they're doing land reform as as to as a means of setting an example. And you know that that's got to be costing South Africa a lot of money and travel expenses and all all kinds of stuff, lodging, food. <laughs> All of it, you know, and that that adds up. I mean, it does, and it's just like they they don't want a solution to try to solve South Africa's problems. They want to just they want to they want to impose their communist ideology worldwide, and they want to do that just to get more power. And they want to just spread that throughout the world, and all, the, all they know how to do is create destruction, chaos, and mayhem. They don't know how to build an infrastructure. They just know how to tear one down. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think Goodwill's well of uh, the, the Zulus, I, he had passed away a few years ago, but he said the ANC screwed up. I mean, he wasn't a fan of apartheid. King Goodwill wasn't, and I'm not either, but King Goodwill said the ANC inherited a great infrastructure with water and roads and everything else. But instead of just building on that and, and just um, or either keeping it the same, they decide to tear down the infrastructure and they tore down an amazing infrastructure as far as buildings and stuff goes and, and roads and water. And the ANC did that because like because they wanted to hang on to power and they royally screwed up doing that. 
Oh, of course they did. Of course they did, as we know. Yeah. And and they don't care how much money it costs the South African taxpayers to travel worldwide and stuff. They think it's owed to them because they're the ANC. They liberated South Africa and Porto, which they didn't, by the way. They played a role, but it was a very small role. Uh, it was international sanctions that brought it down and a 1992 referendum, which 60 percent of whites voted for the National Party to keep negotiating with the ANC instead of terminating negotiations. It didn't directly end apartheid, but had that referendum not been voted for, it would have extended apartheid by about 10, 15 more years. So had whites not voted that way, it would have been a lot different. That Those are the things that brought down apartheid more than anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Along with, uh, you know, uh, basically... Uh, uh, de Klerk, of course, uh, it's like he planted the seeds, but other things fell into place too. You know, and I was I was listening to uh, Colonel Wyatt's uh, um, video he did earlier too, when he was living over in uh, Botswana, and of course, it just had me thinking because he he had to help experienced some of the load shedding when he was there in Botswana because uh, they were uh, obviously getting their electricity from uh, uh, from South Africa and, and uh, ESCOM. And, uh, and the same, same goes for uh, Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe never pays their bill, but yet they, they keep a steady flow of electricity while uh, Botswana was paying the bill. And uh, yet they, they decided to give them the rolling blackouts. Oh, yeah. Well, no, rolling blackouts are a problem in South Africa right now, too. And then this is where you get the ANC mismanaged ESCOM. When they inherited in 1994, some of the power grids were wore out and they wore out over, they, they wore out worse about five or six years. But instead of bringing in and keeping the right engineers that could fix the power grids, they let the power grids run and not be repaired, which has caused problems. And they fired all the white engineers, most 80% of them at least, and made it majority black engineers. Well, but because of apartheid, the a lot of blacks were not educated in that area, so they brought them in, no matter how inexperienced or uneducated they were, that they, and then they fired the white engineers. So you bring anybody, regardless of their skin color, no experience in fixing a power grid like that, you're going to run into problems. They threw in broad-based black economic empowerment when a lot of blacks did not have a lot of engineering training. Um, in the 80s, right before it ended, they had a lot. They were there were a lot of black doctors and lawyers and stuff that were getting educated in the area, but. The ANC, regardless of somebody's education level or whether they opposed apartheid or not, they fired engineers because they were white and they hired people because they weren't white, regardless of their qualifications. And that's what's happened to ESCOM. Well, well, also uh, what I was getting at, too, is, um, you know, where, you know, one place, uh, one part of South Africa that uh, is not getting as much load shedding, but the rest of the country is, is the is the one township that's uh, furthest behind on the electric bill, and that's Soweto. I mean, uh, yeah, 
and yeah. the <laughs> yeah, but. The, the ANC friendly areas, some of them, and then where the ANC politicians live, they're not getting load shedding, and nobody's talking about that. It's a political ploy, too. Yeah, but the, that's the thing, though. You go, you go to other parts of South Africa where they're paying their bill, yet uh, those that are paying their bill are getting shut off. Where Sweto is millions of rams deep into this, and uh, the, they're not getting anything cut off whatsoever. I mean, might might as well void their bill because they ain't never going to pay it. You know, they're basically, uh, you know, they did the same thing between Botswana and Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe can't pay the damn bill thanks to Mugabe, but uh, Botswana that can, well, just shut them off. Make sure, make sure that uh, it kind of what what it kind of tells me is they basically told Botswana, okay, you paid Zimbabwe's bill, now pay yours. Yeah, now I don't blame people in some some areas in South Africa for being politi- politically pol- apathetic towards politics. It doesn't solve anything, but I don't blame them. But in some of those regions, we, you can't pin it. You can pin most of them on the government, but here's the other ten percent protesting a power outage by destroying power lines, <laughs> wow. by destroying power grids. And believe me, I understand in 1994, the ANC promised you a lot of free stuff that you didn't get and you're frustrated. I get that. But destroying power lines and destroying power grids is going to make the problem worse. And they're having a problem with that right now in South Africa in certain areas. Some of them are ANC friendly. Some of them are political EFF friendly or politically apathetic areas. But I understand you're mad. You don't get the lights. But destroying power lines and power grids is going to just prolong the problem. Yes, exactly. I mean, or uh, what is the mindset then? If uh, we can't have it, nobody can have it, so we're, we're just going to tear it down. And, and that is a problem in some areas, and that's just, to me, it's just it's ludicrous. And it's asinine, and I'm trying to tell people, destroying power grids and breaking more power lines is not <laughs> Get your lights back on quicker. It's just going to make it worse. Yes. Yes. So, <laughs> so we got got only we got about three minutes left. Was there anything else you wanted to bring up? Um, no, the main thing, like I said, that I wanted to bring up was the, um, was the Ian Cameron situation. But another thing that I wanted to uh, bring up is there were South African Air Force pilots in the Korean War. And they saved the lives of a lot of U.S. Marines in the Chosen Reservoir. They actually destroyed a key Chinese Army barracks that was near that area, which denied the Chinese Army a lot of reinforcements. The ANC government wants to take these people out of history books just because they were pilots in an era called apartheid, two years after apartheid was implemented. But a lot of these pilots were personally opposed to apartheid, and a lot of them had formed an organization called Torch Commando, which was one of the first anti-apartheid organizations. The ANC wants to take the Boer War out of history books in South Africa, too. And we just can't allow that to happen. Yeah. Well, you can't rewrite history. You can't change history. What's done is done. I mean, and if you're going to take all that crap out, take out Shaka Zulu, too. Uh, oh, 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 no, that's that's okay. It's okay that uh, he slaughtered black families by the millions. That's Okay. Uh, yeah, and he killed any woman he got pregnant because he didn't want a son to succeed him because he was worried the son was going to overthrow him. He killed anybody who he got pregnant. 
He killed anyone he got who he got pregnant. And yes, he was a military genius in strategy, but he slaughtered several tribes and absorbed several rival tribes. But yeah, they named an airport after Shaka and they named an aquarium after Shaka in Durban. And that guy was a tyrant and his half-brother, King Ningan, overthrew him and killed him. Yes, yes. I mean, uh, yeah, the, the horns of the buffalo is a brilliant uh, attack strategy, I will agree. But uh, no, nah, he, he was a monster and uh, basically, you know, going to other tribes and saying, uh, there, there is no volunteer. This is the draft. Join us or die. Yeah. And then, I mean, King Dingon, he overthrew Shaka. He did a lot of the same things, even worse. But both of them, Dingon and Shaka, they killed anybody who disagreed with them. If you disagreed with them, you got killed. If you were lucky, you just got banished. But you more than likely got killed. You know, they, I was watching that, too. Uh, if you remember that show that was on Spike TV, about 10 plus years ago called Deadliest Warrior. And they, they pinned uh, William Wallace against Shaka Zulu. And the, the experts on William Wallace said his philosophy was murder. So yeah, his philosophy was murder. Is that something to be proud of? <laughs> no. I mean, now, the, before Shaka, the Zulu was a small kingdom and a small empire, and he expanded it. So I can understand that to a certain degree. But you really can't blame a lot of Afrikaners after Shaka. They didn't like King Dingan because he overthrew Shaka, and many Zulus have apologized to the Boers for or to the Afrikaners for what happened at Blood River. They didn't like that King Dingan attacked them and betrayed them. But that's because he overthrew Shaka. But I'd be skeptical about anybody who idolized Shaka or um, things like that without knowing the backstory yes he, he expanded the empire and i can understand it from that perspective and he was a military strategist but that a genius with that but that don't make him a good person yes indeed well i hate to say it brett we are out of time i want to thank you very much uh, for your insight and uh yeah we'll uh, be speaking again sometime soon all right well thank you very much billy thank you so much for having me Yes, and uh, real quick, uh, why don't you go ahead and plug your YouTube channel because you always have something informative to say. Yeah, uh, I have a YouTube channel. It's the same as my name, Brett Sessoms. I have about 1,050-something subscribers, close to about 1,060 subscribers, and I talk about news from various places, mostly in Asia and Africa, but I, cur I talk about American news uh, and American entertainment as well. So just uh, check it out, and uh, it's, they're short videos. won't take a lot of your time, but you'll – learn something interesting all right hey once again thanks a lot thank you so much have a blessed night and there you have the conversation with brett sesums all right coming up we have hydrogen going to be followed by dean chancy new breed jesse howard psychosis and karen lovely be right back after this how dare you and who in the hell fuck do you think you are? You're listening to Outlaw Radio, where we're proper gentlemen, because we always ask, Do you mind if I fart? You really know how to waste a Cialis, don't you? You're abusing my fan. Familiar faces 
places, worn out places, worn out faces, brightened early for the daily races, going nowhere, going nowhere, the tears are filling up the glasses, Expression, no expression. Hide my head, I want to drown my sorrow. No tomorrow, no tomorrow. And I find it kind of funny. I find it kind of sad. The dreams in which I'm Get your behind on over to my 
Max Uzi Palace. We got defensive devices for the home, office, and car. We got shotguns, rifles, handguns, fully and semi-automatic machine guns, grenades, rocket launchers, dynamite, plastic explosive, electronic rib Malaysian anal probes, gunpowder-filled Honduran dildos, and a wide selection of ointments, creams, and lubricants. And as usual, we got Uzis. Yep, a whole damn section of them. We got Uzis for Grandma, Dad, Cousin Phyllis, and Billy Bob Henry at the Dirt Bike Races. And if you come in this week and squeal like a pig, we'll give you Mike's Uzi Palace's stuffed mascot, Glenda the Carbon Monoxide Farting Pig. What a better way to say I love you than nature's own carbon monoxide. So get your ass on over to Mike's Uzi Palace in Newark, Camden, Matawan, and Linwood, New Jersey. Or visit our new location in beautiful Taze Valley, West Virginia. Remember, if you're not shopping at Mike's, you're unarmed. called last week and as he talked I got angry he said they killed his cousin Dion on his farm while he was sleeping and I could hear him softly crying I didn't know what to do I didn't know what to say So when he said goodbye I told him that I'd pray But I couldn't I just stood there getting madder By the minute Cause I heard people say With all the crime in the RSA A few dead farmers don't matter But they matter to me And the wolf at the door He loves what he does He's coming back for more One more mother One more father One more sister One more brother One more child One more grandfather One more innocent grandmother I can hear him growling at the door He wants one more land, how they 
the great trick and found water where no one had. How there wasn't anyone for miles and miles and miles around. Later we sat down to eat and put a picture on the table next to me. He said, that's Delray and my granddaddy. And this right here's his rifle. I cleaned it again today. I'll use it if I have to. Some days of old Let's do it for the outlaws And all the men of war All the good old boys like us That's did this shit before Let's do it for the outlaws And all the men of war All the good old boys like us can't take this shit no more. Let's do it for the outlaws. 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 Let's do it for the outlaws. And all the men of war. All the good old boys like us. 
country we're dying for Let's do it for the little boy in his front yard Playing with his army figures He says this one here's my daddy And this is the man that killed him Now his whole platoon on load shells He calls it sweet revenge As that American flag is flying high Just blowing in the wind His mama prays for the little boy Broken hearted, no daddy there But the little boy knows deep inside His daddy died on that battlefield Now he lays awake in bed at night He can hear them bombs and the missiles strike And he can't wait until he's old enough He gon' sign his name on that dotted line He's got Business to attend to, suited up like men do. Jumping out that war plane, hard on fire like a lit fuse. When his army boots finally touch down, he pulls out that old picture. On the front side, his daddy's face. On the back side, of scripture through the smoke clouds and the ashes. Landmines and loud bangs with bodies falling left and right like the whole world going down in flames. He rises up through the pits of hell, says this one's for my father. As he unloads every single shell and becomes a man of honor. Dream of whiskey and women, gunpowder and smoke, fast cars and rundown bars where all the outlaws are good. Must have missed my train when it gets the green. Got a loss a long time ago. But still I rise until the day I die. Man, I miss some days of old. Let's do it for the outlaws and all the men of war. All the good old boys like us that did this shit before. Let's do it for the outlaws And all the men of war All the good old boys like us That can't take this shit no more Let's do it for the outlaws Of his fallen dad in his old rucksack. He had to watch his mama cry and tell her it would be okay. But on the inside, he's screaming, Mama, I want to stay. Still, he stands tall, cause that's how he was raised. He bleeds red, white, and blue. For the home of the brave Strong and proud And they can't take that away That away So raise your glass for the real ones And let me hear you say I dream of whiskey and women Gunpowder and smoke Fast cars and rundown bars
do it for the outlaws and all the men of war, all the good old boys like us in a country worth dying for.
community organizers and campus radicals in Idaho are still up to their dirty tricks teaching Idaho kids from cradle to college that white people are inherently racist. Now these left-wing nuts are taking the whole race thing to a whole new level with critical race theory. According to critical race theory, teaching children math, arithmetic is racist. Shakespeare, Shakespeare, racist. Can you say ridiculous? 
Malcolm X warned against critical race theory. It's very harmful. It's wrong. And the leftist nuts teaching this stuff to our children know it. Join Idaho Freedom Action to put an end to this leftist takeover of education in Idaho. Join the fight against the teaching of critical race theory to Idaho's youngsters. Visit IdahoFreedomAction.org today. IdahoFreedomAction.org at some point, you're going to want to consider this. If a national emergency or a natural disaster or even civil unrest should occur, where would you go? Seriously, where? Heading into the sticks with some MREs in a tent might be all right for a week or two, but then what? And who's around you? Who can help you if you need it? And how long would you last without the security and comfort of your own home? If you've asked yourself these questions, consider X-Point. Located in the beautiful Black Hills of South Dakota, a limited number of military-grade hardened shelters originally built by the U.S. government. 80 feet long, 26 feet wide, 12 and a half foot ceilings that you can custom build out to your own tastes. X-Point, a nine square mile city of like-minded people who know that the best way to deal with the disaster is to distance yourself from it. If you've always wanted a real bug out bunker with the amenities of home, send an email to brendy at arcmidnight.com or text to 817-900-2424. X-Point, X marks your spot. Chaz Mitchell Custom Hats makes and sells custom hats with a Western influence. These hats are not cheesy, one-size-fits-all, except they're not cowboy hat knockoffs. Chaz Mitchell will custom design and build a genuine hat just for you, the way you want it. Chaz will actually measure your head, talk with you about the hat you desire, make it, and deliver it to you. You'll make a statement every time you put on your hat. Originally from Jigs, Nevada, Chaz Mitchell grew up cowboy and alongside his father, Waddy Mitchell. They built their first hats together at a workshop in Elko, Nevada. Chaz recalls his father once telling him, make a hat he would be proud to wear. After years of practice and studying hats and their owners, Chaz knows what makes a good hat maker. It's understanding that a hat doesn't only fit the circumference of the head, but also the personality of the owner. Get in touch with Chaz today, and he'll build you a hat you will be proud to wear. Visit Chaz Hats, that's C-H-A-Z-H-A-T-Z dot com. Ladies and gentlemen, we are proud to announce that Outlaw Radio officially has affiliation with We The People Holsters. If you own a handgun, then you know you need the perfect holster to go with it. We The People Holsters are made right here in the USA by gun nerds who are not afraid to support our Second Amendment. Whether you want Kydex or leather, We The People Holsters has just what you need. We The People Holsters is the preferred option of professionals throughout the law enforcement industry, as well as those serving in the branches of the armed forces. Simply go to www.outlawradioabs.com, go to the store section, and click on the We The People Holsters banner to select the holster that's perfect for you. Don't wait. Get your holster from We The People Holsters today. My name is Rachel, and I live in Londonderry, New Hampshire. As a single mom, I'm very proud of the life I've been able to provide for my son. That's all changing now thanks to inflation. Our rent, our gasoline, our groceries, all through the roof. Senator Maggie Hassan's policies have made things worse. She supported reckless government spending and opposed domestic energy production. Inflation skyrocketed because of it. Thanks to the policies of D.C. liberals supported by Senator Hassan, 
We're paying the highest gas prices in history and seeing the worst inflation in 40 years. Senator Hassan cast the deciding vote for the spending bill that led to this runaway inflation. Call Senator Hassan at 202-224-3324. Tell her to help stop inflation. Oppose the Senate Liberals' reckless spending plan. Tell Senator Hassan, families like mine are paying the price. Paid for by One Nation. www.onenationamerica.org building in a little hick town. This is Outlaw Radio. I'm not in a mood to deal with you today, you stupid All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Outlaw Radio, brought to you by Cold Cock Whiskey. Raise your glass, take a shot. You must be 21 years of age or older to drink. Hunter Athletic, Gear Up, Let's Train, and Neutronics IGF-1, making men, men again. The songs you just heard, you just heard Karen Lovely with Knock Knock. Before that, Psychosis with Spineless Marionette. Before that, New Breed and Jesse Howard with Men of War. Prior to that, Dean Chansey with No More. And starting off the whole set, Hydrogen with their cover of R.E.M.'s Mad World. All right, moving right along, it's time to turn it over to the icon, Stephen James, for the Steve Solution. The best advice I can give you, if you've got a good job, stay in it. If you are, in fact, in a position where you have a decent job, don't fuck that up. And if you are not in a great job, keep looking, and when one comes available that you are qualified for, or even close to qualified for, go apply, interview, do whatever you can to get into a better position. This is The Steve Solution with Stephen James on Outlaw Radio. What's going on there, ladies and gentlemen? It, of course, is the icon Stephen James, joined, as always, by Bad Billy. What's going on, Billy? Yeah, what's going on? (laughs) What's going on is the city of San Francisco, well, I can't say has lost their goddamn minds because they lost it years ago, but they just keep getting themselves in these nice little holes and just trying to dig their way out by being fucking retarded. Well, they're calling it California for a reason. Now, let me tell you this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to re- I'm going to retell this story as I've told before when I was 14 years old living in between Stockton and Modesto, 1988 presidential election. Um, Of course, uh, Reagan is uh, on his way out. Michael, Michael Dukakis is asked, if somebody raped and murdered Kitty Dukakis, would you seek the death penalty? And he said, no. I was right there in the state of California and people were laughing at him saying that Dukakis is a pussy. He's going to be soft on crime. We don't need him in office. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the difference between being in Stockton and Modesto versus in San Francisco. But that's the thing though, too, is San Francisco at that time was more conservative. And, and Bush won, yeah. even at that time. No, Bush won at that time, too. He pretty much, 
you know it was it was a a landslide that year for uh, George H. W. Bush. It was, but I mean, San Francisco proper has always, always been blue as can be. I mean, if but, you look at the electoral math back then, I guarantee you, you know, outlying communities, all that kind of stuff, may very well have voted for them. But I guarantee San Francisco proper actually, definitely voted Dukakis back then. Actually, no. Um, it was, you know, you look at... Uh, you look at areas and some are bright red, some are bright blue, some are light blue, some are pink. San Francisco area and San Jose and Oakland and all that were pink. Uh, well, I mean, I like to think of San Francisco's color being more rainbow, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but uh, nonetheless, though, that was a time, uh, there was a time where San Francisco, or not San Francisco, but California was probably more red than Texas. Well, yeah, this is the same state we're talking about that elected, you know, Pete Wilson as their governor, who was right. not a great governor for a Republican, but uh, it's also the same state that elected Ronald Reagan as their governor. Ronald Reagan and, um, you know, and as time goes on, Pete Wilson, I mean, he was the, he was the governor the entire time I lived there, and I can guarantee you, he was better than Arnold Schwarzenegger, and he was definitely better than Gavin Bang, your wife, Newsom. Uh, you mean Gavin Newsroom? <laughs> no, he bangs his friend's wife. So that's I stole oh, that I mean, from yeah. I stole that yeah, from Jericho Green. Yeah, Gavin Bang, your wife, Newsom. I kind of like that. So I didn't have uh, you know too many good really or bad things to say about Schwarzenegger. He was just he was more of a placeholder. He did what he could to not rock the boat on either side. He's obviously not a Republican. He's a rhino, definitely. Yeah, somebody who says screw your freedom or take the vaccine. Uh, yeah, no. But well, well, I mean, he, grew, he grew up in, you know, Nazi occupied Austria, so he obviously knows about not having freedom. <laughs> well, nonetheless, though, the uh, we're looking at, I mean, I used to go to San Francisco a lot with my family, to be honest with you. You did, Sailor. <laughs> and, you know, I, I, I loved going down to the wharf. You know, whether I go to the museums or I go, go eat at one of those nice restaurants or even when the sea lions uh, fucking wrecked the boat docks, that was fun to see, too. I bet you ran into all kinds of seamen, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and... Uh, oh, it is yeah. a naval town. I mean, come on. Ghirardelli chocolate, some of the best. Well, anyway, the reason I bring up, you know, San Francisco in particular... And obviously, before we started recording, I sent you some yeah. you know, links. Um, first, I, one I want, first one I want to talk about, to show you how insane this city has gotten, let's talk about the drug billboards. Well, you know, you and I both worked in casinos in Nevada. And there, and there were pamphlets there, have an addiction, call this number here. Sure, oh, but, but they're actually legally required to 
capitalist there, but yes, I'm going to read. Let's, gonna... let's, let's face it, because gambling addiction is what keeps casinos in business. But legally, the government requires it. But, but this, I, I read this fucking billboard, and I, my mind's just blown. It says no overdose. K-N-O-W, by the way. Yeah, K-N-O-W. No overdose. Do it with friends. Use with people and take turns. Try not to use alone or have someone check on you. Let's take care of each other, San Francisco. What? And th- that's just one example. If you dig further, there's, there's a whole line of them. Oh my God. I, Literally, they're, they're telling people, okay, fine, you know, let's not say don't do drugs because that would be encroaching on your personal space and the things that make you feel you and that you need to do. All we're saying is have, instead of being ashamed of your drug use, then just have some people around you that way you can get all fucked up and then when you slip into a coma, they can give you some Narcan, okay? Be careful how you do your drugs now. You're also talking about a city that, I swear to God, the only other place that rivals the rampant, insane homeless population of San Francisco would be Los Angeles. And it's just as bad. I mean, in San Francisco, there's literally, I forget, I heard it uh, somewhere the other day on some new show. I'm I'm not going to be able to remember where it was. But there's a website, a tourism website, that sent a photographer out to take pictures of human feces on San Francisco streets to put on the tourism website to tell you, hey, don't step in this. It's human waste. You know, and last I heard, too, I cannot confirm this, whether or not this is true, Stephen, but I hear they're, they're not allowed to use power hoses to wash that, that down because, oh, that was used during the Jim Crow days, and that's racist. I don't know about racism and water hoses. Uh I know California is facing a massive water shortage because it's the nation's second largest supplier of rice, which rice rows and rice paddies, which have to be filled with water. But California is a fucking desert. Well, another thing, it's been proven time and time again. You can purify seawater. Oh, yeah. Uh, see, that's another problem in California. Uh, there's been several proposals. Uh, proposed desalinization plants, which have been proven not only you know effective but wildly, wildly perfect in Israel to the point where Israel is producing so much fresh water from seawater they're refilling the Dead Sea. <laughs> yeah, and and California is right right there on the fucking coast. Exactly, but the California Coastal Commission, who is made up of like seven or eight jagoffs that are appointed by the governor. Hmm, who's that? Oh, the former mayor of San Francisco, Gavin Newsom, that's right. 
I mean, the, you know, they say, oh, nope, nope, nope. What about the, uh, you know, crustaceans and all this? You'll, you'll fuck up the delicate marine balance. But all the shit you're pumping into the ocean from sewage plants, that's fine. But we can't put a plant there to take the salt out of the water so that California has a fresh water supply. Meanwhile, the Colorado River and its reserves in Lake Mead, Nevada, that's fueled by the Colorado River, are at all-time lows. You can't water your fucking grass. But no, let's not. Uh, let's not. Oh, but Nancy, a couple of mollusks. But Nancy Pelosi's got a nice yard. You can guarantee. I can guarantee you that that son of a bitch is being watered. And there's landscaping, and you're not allowed to shit there. Well, no, but apparently you can't drive drunk as hell. <laughs> yeah. And not have the body cam footage released. And yeah. then go vacation in Europe. Which, by the way, one thing I did not know about Nancy Pelosi until I saw some vacation footage uh, of her pictures of her on some beach in Europe. Uh, not so much now. She's obviously not an attractive woman, but you know, twenty years ago, that woman had a hell of a rack. No, I don't. I want to even think about it because I can't stand her. But I mean, God, the leadership in California. I mean, look at what we got. Let alone bang your wife Newsom. You also Max, or excuse me, Crackscene Waterhead, Nasty Pelosi, Eric Smallballs. Am I miss leaving anybody out? Uh, almost every politician in California, for that matter, but doesn't matter. I mean, the bureaucracy in California is insane. In and it might be the same throughout the state, but in LA County, if you get you know a traffic citation, used to be you could go to court. How do you plead? Guilty, not guilty. You want to fight the ticket, fight the ticket. Or, you know, you plead guilty, you pay the fine, you take traffic school, whatever. The way it works now, if you want to fight the ticket, you got to go to court. You have to pay the fine, regardless. If you want to fight it, you can fight it. You still got to pay the fine. If you win, they refund your but you and again, be in, in, in traffic school used to be an option, which you had to pay for traffic school. But now, not only do you got to pay for traffic school, you got to pay the court for the right to go to traffic school. And so, the tax situation in California is nickel and diming everyone to death. They've got the aside from you know, fucking Hawaii, where they've got to literally ship the gasoline in. They have no refineries in the state. California has got the highest gas prices in the country. At one point in the last couple of months, there were cities in California that had $10 a gallon gas prices. Yeah, I mean, and how about how about that that elderly couple also in San Francisco? That was the next point I was yeah, gonna bring uh, up. Good yeah, God. Yeah, somebody and don't in, be wrong. in the Noe Valley neighborhood, a guy named uh, a couple named Ed and Judy Crane. Uh, wow. Well, 
I'll just uh, read this off here. San Francisco couple in the Noe Valley neighborhood of San Francisco are facing a heavy fine after being told their parking pad actually breaks code. ABC 7 News reports that Judy and Ed Green are being forced to park on the city's steep streets now that they have been told by the city to stop parking on their driveway after 36 years of using the pad. So I can guarantee you this is a couple on a fixed income. Well, if if they're living in San Francisco and they own a home, I doubt they're just yanking in monthly social security checks. I'm sure they're pretty well to do. That being said, I've also watched the interview with with these people. So I do want to, you know, point out one quick thing. They're your atypical San Francisco, and I won't quite call them, you know, like elderly. They're they're up there, but they're not using walkers and shit like that. I guarantee you they're California liberals. They voted for Newsom. They voted for every Democrat on the face of this planet. So... On one hand, I feel bad for this couple, but on the other hand, fuck them. They voted for all these idiots that are putting these laws into effect. Yep. Yep. That being said, I still, whether I agree you know, with their voting or not, I disagree with government just, you know, the same city that will let a homeless guy shit on the sidewalk and defunds the police and all this shit but they will find somebody $15,000 for parking on their own property. And then they told them, hey, by the way, if you don't move your car off, the, off your property, you will get an extra $250 a day in fines. And by the way, the reason the law, and it's an older law, they're just now starting to enforce it. It's not for, you know, public safety, anything like that. You know, it's not, you know, somebody could get hurt, you know, which is are the reason laws exist, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the reason this yeah. law exists, because it defaces the aesthetics of the neighborhood. It doesn't look good if people park on their own property. How does this fucking make any fucking sense? It doesn't. It is absolutely insane. Much like the, well, I can't say the entire. There's some, you know, northern California cities that are, you know, just as red, white, and blue as the rest of us. But for the most part, that entire state has gone insane. There's a reason you know, businesses and individuals are leaving that state in droves because they're being taxed to death. Everything is too expensive. You got to pay the fucking kid at Burger King, you know, $18 an hour in Los Angeles because he has to have a fair wage. I'm sorry. He needs $18 an hour. I need him to not put pickles on my wall. But he can't get that right. But he deserves $18 an hour. I got to pay 
you know, $9 for a pack of cigarettes in Los Angeles? Okay, fine. Where's the money going to? Oh, we can't tell you that. But states broke, yet they're taxed higher than the rest of the country. Yeah, I can tell you where it's going. Right, yeah, Gavin right. Newsom's pocket. Or Nancy Pelosi's pocket. Or every other politician. The state is broken. When Trump got elected and there was all that talk about, well, California may just you know secede from the country. You know what every fucking Republican did? They went, oh, thank God, please. Let it go. Do you it. know what, you know what, what liberal Hollywood would have done? Liberal Hollywood would have moved to fucking Hollywood, Florida and ran the studios out of there and then bitched about the Republicans. But it would have been too expensive to stay in California. It's just like Ozzy Osbourne packing his bags. He's going going back to the UK. I don't know where he leans politically. But. Well, I mean, I don't tell you something because, you know, wealthy people in the UK are taxed at an insane rate. That's why years ago, like the Beatles and everybody left the UK because of the taxes, the stones, everybody. For for those people to be going back to the UK to avoid California taxes. This says a lot. Really should tell you something. Definitely says a lot. (laughs) But uh, we got to get this wrapped up here soon. Um, uh, But anything anything else uh, you you wanted to uh, close with? Um, you know, not, not really. I mean, just look at local California news and not the left-leaning shit. Just look at the homeless populations in, in California, namely LA and San Francisco and what the liberals are trying to do. Look at the rate of drug use, the rate of uh, drug overdoses and deaths by namely drugs like fentanyl and the fact that they're putting up billboards saying, no, go ahead and use it, but use it safely. What the fuck? That state is the prime example of what is wrong with this country. Yep, there you go. <laughs> All right. It's insane. But uh, what is the what is your personal feedback line? Uh, why don't you give that again? Uh, you know, I actually forgot to pull it up. I don't remember. <laughs> uh, well, obviously, uh, you can't see it as we're recording, but it will be uh, right below uh, Stephen's side there. So if you got something to say, call. I know the letters are yo bitch. <laughs> yeah, I just don't remember the prefix. I know it's. Uh, whatever the error code is, and it's your bitch. Uh, feel free to leave me a voicemail if you agree or disagree, or you've got a question, and uh, you know, if you disagree, uh, I will actually, you know, we'll have you on the damn show so I can yell at you until you, you're a moron. <laughs> All right. Well, Stephen, th- thanks a lot. Until next time. Peace out. And that's going to do it for this edition of Outlaw Radio. On tap for next week is to be determined. (laughs) Yes, I've been saying that a lot lately. All right. Going to end the show with B.B. Chung King and the Buddha Heads with Some Will Fall. Thank you very much for tuning into Outlaw Radio, and I will be back next week. 
Are you tired of modern pop music that sounds like a dog fucking a squeaky toy? Well, that's why you're listening to Outlaw Radio. We tell bad bed music to piss up a rope. We give you our opinions, and if a fight breaks out, so fucking what? This is Outlaw Radio.
Hey everyone, Bad Billy here. Do you own a business? Or perhaps you're in a band. Or maybe you run a radio show or podcast. Whatever you do, you want to market your brand with custom-made apparel. Look no further than Fresh Baked Tees. T-shirts, hoodies, tank tops, caps, beanies, koozies, banners, and even masks. You can get them all custom-made from Fresh Baked Tees. Prices are reasonable and negotiable. Simply go to FreshBakedTees.com, submit your logo, and place your order today. Support Outlaw Radio and friends and buy some cool stuff in the store section of OutlawRadioABS.com. Get Outlaw Radio t-shirts and hats. In the CTM store, a service of Caravan to Midnight, find items to help make your life easier and better, including the new Eden nutritional support system. Check out We the People holsters, made in America by gun nerds who are not afraid to support and stand up for their Second Amendment rights. Click on the We the People holsters banner in the Outlaw Radio store. Get the best night sleep in the whole wide world and more with Mike Lindell's MyPillow pillows and other products. Click on the MyPillow banner in the Outlaw Radio store, use promo code OUTLAW and save up to 66%. Visit My Patriot Supply and purchase buckets of food with a 25-year shelf life. In the Cranked Up Coffee Shop, a service of Cranked Up Live, entertain your taste buds with coffee that even the aficionados love. Visit OutlawRadioABS.com and click on the store link. A service of Outlaw Radio and AOW Productions. You've heard the phrase, America's most loved brands. And what exactly did our loyalty to some of those most loved brands get us? I'll tell you what, money and lots of it. For organizations and their ideologies that directly conflict with American core values and the American way of life. Enter Etruzu.com, a place for patriots to buy and sell. You can open your own online store for as little as $25 per month and grow your business as big as you want. Buy from patriots and sell to patriots. Everything from ordinary household items to absolutely anything that's available from companies that do not have our country's best interests at heart. With Etruzu.com, you know who you're buying from and you know who you're selling to. Let's make your brand one of America's most loved. Get started at etruzu.com. E-T-R-U-Z-O-O.com. Etruzu, a place where patriots buy and sell. We are proudly sponsored by One of a Kind Art 43, created by professional artist Tammy Blackman. Tammy offers free consultations and will customize your art piece to fit your needs. Each of her pieces are, as the name suggests, is one of a kind because each are personalized pieces and once she is done, there will never be another. If you are interested, go visit Tammy on her social media pages, Facebook and TikTok by searching One of a Kind Art 43, where Tammy broadcasts her work and she's making custom tumblers or canvas art for another satisfied customer. You can always reach out to Tammy through her email at oneofakindart43 at gmail.com or call 409-234-5156. Although the prices vary, the quality is unmatched. Again, her social media pages are one of a kind with underscores between each word, followed by the word art and the number 43. Thank you again, Tammy, for another presence on this show. 
Hi, it's the big voice guy. The one who intros and promos the show you're listening to right now. Hi, my name is Jim Hunt. I voice for a growing list of internet and terrestrial radio stations, podcasts, and businesses. I'd love to spread the word about yours, too. No matter if the message is serious or silly. Whether you want the delivery to be hard-hitting, voice of authority, or conversational, warm, and fuzzy. From fully produced station imaging and commercials to custom phone system messages on hold and IVR prompts, voiceovers for computer games to narrations for presentations, even post-production audio editing and audio cleanup services. Yeah, I do them too. I'm your guy. I do business as Jim Hunt voiceovers and audio services. My rates are reasonable and negotiable because I love internet radio too. Visit my website, jimhuntvo.com. I'm Jim Hunt, at your service. Put my voice and audio production skills to work for you. Let's do this. You have been listening to Outlaw Radio. Be sure to leave your feedback by calling 208-957-7016. All feedback is played and replied to on the show. Visit our official website at outlawradioabs.com. Outlaw Radio is a presentation of AOW Productions. Baby, I hit you from the blind side So hold on tightly
Control. 